a good song. Too bad nobody can hear it. Is the what freaking is weekend? This? Um, I don't know. So what? I'm drunk. <laughs> is it? Are you? It is recording. recording? Yes. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> this is like a song that bounce, bounce like a bounce, radio bounce. song. Yeah. How do we not know what it is? It's something. Cause what song is this? Someone will tell us. Um, okay, so we are. This is Pancake Town, the podcast. Oh. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. We're super out of it this morning, but it's fine. Um, we're at Clark's on Belmont, <laughs> and we're here with Sarah Green from SKG Leather. Hello. And we have a random. <laughs> we had like an idea a while ago that we wanted to do like brainstorming sessions with different makers and because businesses. Because we think we're good at it or something. I think it's less that we think we're good at it and oh, I more think we're good at Oh, it. okay. So Michelle thinks <laughs> we're good at it. I think it's more like cuz it's fun and it also I, makes yeah. you like think about your own like you can't when you're brainstorming with another business owner, you can't not not think about your own. Think about your own shit and be like, "Oh, I'm telling them this like it's so matter of fact and easy, but like I don't do that. Like maybe That's I good should advice. Do I that. should take it. Like I should <laughs> stop talking and do what I'm saying." <laughs> it's just sort of fun to um try and problem solve someone else's business for once. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> less stressful. You don't have to feel like as much like the world is crashing down around you. It's like going to Thanksgiving at someone else's house, someone yeah. else's family. Oh, and you're see, like, I'll like totally that, clean though. the dishes because I don't give a shit. You're like, yeah. wow, your uncle's weird. Not my uncle. Yeah, I get to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done Thanksgiving with family in um, a million four, years. 14 years. Yeah, me either. We don't like people. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're friends. Because we don't like anyone else. We're like, people are the worst. I don't even do the Friendsgiving thing. It's just me and Steve. It's easier that way. But I make, like, food for 20. Yeah, but then you have leftovers. That's mm. why I do it. A month. Uh, leftovers. Yeah, I think that's legit. Two mm-hmm. weeks of Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think the idea here is that basically we kind of put it out into the world, like who wants to do a brainstorming thing? Mm-hmm. And Sarah raised her hand. Me. And she, so she's kind of our <laughs> guinea pig. So we're very excited about that. Um, and she sent us an email that was basically like, here's the deal. This is what I'm, what I want to brainstorm. Um, and then, of course, Michelle and I both made notes. Well, I didn't write my own notes. I just printed oh, one you of just Sarah's printed stuff. email. I made notes. <laughs> that's the, no, I that's, didn't make notes. That's interesting, right? That you didn't make notes and I did. It is interesting. Um, so the email that you sent us, Sarah, mm-hmm. um, or I guess, you know what we should start with? Hmm. Why don't we have you tell us a little bit about oh, yeah. <laughs> your business because we're because oh, yeah. <laughs> we're super familiar with it but obviously listeners are not so maybe give us like the little 411 oh yeah version so uh my business is skg leather skg are my initials sarah Catherine green it was it was time to get a website and i didn't have any brilliant ideas <laughs> so i think it worked <laughs> i think using your name is always a solid choice i mean you can't Dang. go you wrong you can't go wrong thanks yeah. uh so I make handmade leather goods, hand-laced, hand-branded. Um, I source American hides. Ethics are really important to me. I try to buy certified humane, uh, buy hides from certified humane ranches and farms. 
and I make all of my products in a really old world way. I don't use a sewing machine. I don't even use thread. I cut leather lacing by hand and um, you crazy. lace it together by hand because I'm nuts. <laughs> yeah. You're like, and I love it. And I love um, making things that I feel like are going to last for like a century, last longer than me. Yeah. Probably, honestly, there are pieces from ancient Egypt in the Field Museum that are constructed the same way I construct my things that still look pretty good. So That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's also like a great way to put yourself out of business. <laughs> right. Because you, yeah, how this much is, is the your... last wallet you'll ever need right. to buy? Yeah. You will so never, never. You're never going to come back and talk to me this ever is why again. People make yeah. shitty things that break. <laughs> so right. the people will come back and be like, my earring broke. Oh, <sighs> I got doing it wrong. A new pair. <laughs> um, well, I'll say right off the bat that I actually wasn't super familiar um, with your business. So I, you know, went on your website and I, as you're talking, I was like, I know all this stuff now. Cause it was on your website. It was on your website. Oh, okay, good. That's yeah. really good to that's, know. Yeah. You've, you've done that. Excellent. I think that's yeah. a key thing. Like, uh, I mean, Oh, that's really good. Especially in businesses that like, that's part of the reason why with show of hands, like the applications, I don't ask people like, I kind of, resist being like tell me all about your business and tell me a story and blah 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 like mm -hmm. and I'd literally just say send me a link to your website and it's because I'm assuming and I think justifiably so I'm assuming that like anything you would tell me in an application anything that you would tell a customer to sell yourself should be on your website totally agree like if you have certain clear ethical practices if you have certain materials you use and a reason why you use them and like all literally all of what you just said is on your about page and so it's like yeah if you didn't have that about page like what's the point of not having that on there and like some people i think totally maybe think agree. that it's not interesting or like who's gonna read that anyway or blah 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 but like that's what people want to look for now, especially with yeah. smaller businesses. And especially like Michelle and I have talked about multi-level marketing people and like oh kind of God. all these like businesses that are kind of pretending to be handmade and pretending to be yeah. independently owned because yeah. they know that's like a kitschy, trendy thing to it's be right now. Yeah. Um, sidebar, are you listening to The Dream? No? The podcast? No. The Dream? No, okay. I haven't heard of it. I'm just going to shout it out real quick. If you're interested in the like seedy underbelly of the oh MLM world. Now I'm definitely going to listen to that. There are five episodes out. Yeah. I've listened to all the of dream. them. It's great. It's, it's really the good. Dream. Yes. That's it's hilarious. Because so. I, I feel like that's the thing now is like you have to kind of like really dumb it down for people. Mm -hmm. Like you can't assume that anybody knows what you're doing. You can't assume that like here's a bunch of photographs of like leather bags. Like they don't know how you made that. Right. They don't know if right. you made it. They don't know how you made it. Like you need to have a picture of like you fucking making it because that stuff yeah. is, cause then when somebody's like, why is this handbag $300? Well, mm -hmm. I'll fucking tell you why. Right. And you need like smaller businesses need to kind of step outside of like what they've been told about like, no, look professional and like, make sure it's business, business, business. It's like, no, you I think have that's a, to a say hindrance when you're mm -hmm. absolutely as as we are. Yeah. Like you've got, you've got to make sure that the thing that makes you different is, is called out center. very clearly. I know. I really need a video. I want a video, video of me like making yeah, my stuff. For that sure. Means hiring a person with money. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I that's mean, why that's been pushed off for two if years. Even for now, even if you literally just did some shitty videos on I your phone. I bet you could do yeah. it like, Which I have done a little something. bit, but... I like, would you like could probably, like, DIY the shit out of that and just, yeah. like, make, have, get an area that's got good lighting or find somebody that has a cool space that has cool lighting. Yeah. And, like, literally just get, like, if you don't have a super sweet, fancy iPhone, find a friend that has a super sweet, fancy iPhone and just, like, take a couple videos. Yeah. Because, you know, it, even just, like, a basic free video as a placeholder it's like better than nothing would be cool just to on your about page be like right. yeah here's this sweet video of like I me bet you could trade trade yeah, something for with sure yeah that's for a video. that's true i, would I love think to there's do certain things like her and and instagram is also social media is also like an obvious place to just like because you can throw up really kind of quote-unquote mediocre content right and have that get you a lot of headway because it's like Nobody's expecting you to have some like fully lit studio lighting professional right. grade video. Instagram. They're yeah. like, oh, cool. She showed a video of like her, like a time lapse of her like making a bag. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's just like get a tripod. And, I like, still don't need to get a stupid five dollar iPhone, iPhone tripod. No, why I haven't I done it? I have a really good one. I can send you the link. I, see, it's bendy, so you can. She has one too, anything. and yeah. like, why I can't get myself to spend? Just do it. It's like ten dollars. Just do it. I don't I know think, why I can't I think get mine myself was 16, to do guys, it. So. See, mine was yeah. a lot of the ones I've seen are sixteen, and I'm like, do I really need that? Yes. For as much time as you waste talking about whether or not you need it, you need it. <laughs> like that's fifteen dollars worth of time. I've done things where I, you know, I take one Maybe of I'll those just like clampy things and just clamp it to something. I mean, that's fine oh, if that yeah. works. Or stick I, it in my apron pocket. I'm of the opinion that like, <laughs> like hovering and just over like you. hover over. She's done that a couple times. I used to clamp mine. I had an organizer on the shelf above my workspace with a checkbook stuck in it, and I would clip my phone <laughs> to the checkbook. onto the checkbook, which bent ever so oh, slightly perfect. over my workspace. <laughs> I love that. I think that's awesome. Like, and one time I did a time work. lapse as the checkbook was bending, and it totally <laughs> it looked totally like a drone shot. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> people were like, oh my God, she has a fancy drone. She hired in a her film studio. crew video. <laughs> crazy. She did like pan and scan across right. the thing. That's awesome. I, th- I mean, I think that sometimes people get caught up, and I, I know I do this, like you get caught up in thinking like, well, if it's not going to be the best thing or it's not going to be perfect, then I'll then just don't, wait. Then I'll just wait until <clears throat> I can get yeah. to a point where it's perfect. Mm, right. I'm more of a just get it done. Except for buying a tripod. Well, I don't think it's that important. Too soon. Burn. Well, here's where I go with that, though. Burn. I'm talking about in terms of, like, you know, launching something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about real life, not what if you buy a tripod or not. Here's what also (laughs) stops me. Now I've got my phone in the studio more, you know? Mm, And I've been trying to not even have it with me. Yeah. I just leave it somewhere else in the apartment. Yeah. And ignore it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I think if you had... If you just like, instead of just always videotaping everything, like if you were just like, okay, today I'm going to decide that like, yeah. I know I'm no, doing I these know. cool I things just, that look also cool. Also, there's a lot to be said for airplane mode. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. I used to have it on do not disturb like all, all of the time. The time. Yeah. And actually I've been forgetting to turn my ringer on. So that's sort of helpful. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want some sort of service that like auto texts people back that says I'm working 
Fuck I'll off, get I'm back working. to you when I get back to you. I think that the way you do that is you just don't respond to them. Well, like, fuck people. I'm sorry. Like, if you think that someone that that you're owed a response just because you're available, like, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> like, grow the fuck up. Like, if I'm not available, I just don't respond to you. If Same. I don't respond to my mom and in if five minutes, she's going me, to call the them. National Guard. Well, that's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> are you alive? Yeah. Are you? No, for real. Are you alive? Just make her text Steve. She will. Oh. Well, then good. <laughs> then let me do it. That's what I'm doing is I'm preventing so that you from need, happening. You need an auto reply just to mom. Sure, probably. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. You can set Why up things. Why isn't there an auto reply you can, service? You can. I think there is. Oh, okay. I think there totally is an app that like you can program certain people's numbers in. Okay. Have, if anyone yeah. knows what that app is. I'm sure let that me know exists. Because I know if I search for it, I'm not I know for sure that you can make different people's things have different notifications like you for sure can do that you can turn people off well no but i think you can make like like i could make josh have a different a different sound yeah oh yeah you do yeah so that like when a certain then i know i I need to respond to that one because it's michelle (laughs) (laughs) all right and we're still on how to get off of our fucking phones i know we love that's like our that's what our podcast should be called how to get off your fucking phone, the podcast. But actually, we don't know how. But we don't know the answer. You will never find out the answer. <laughs> no. That's the. Just keep listening. That's the twist. Yeah. <laughs> we will never tell you. Um, well, so we, I think the main thing that Sarah wanted to talk about um, with regard to her business is kind of the pivot into wholesale. Yes. Um, which I think is like a, a big question for a lot of makers, like regardless of where you are in your business. I think there's a lot of people that, I mean, there's makers I know that have done consignment and retail and like direct to customers and online for years and years and years. And then Mm -hmm. they suddenly are like, Oh wait, maybe I should try wholesale. Like that's what, you know, how do I make that happen? Or they have kind of not wanted to do wholesale for a long time because of their price points or because mm-hmm. yeah. like I know a lot of people you say like oh well you should sell wholesale to stores and they're immediately like well I could never make enough money like I can't charge enough right to make it worth it and that's kind of where I was so I'm pretty new like September was like the one year mark of me even doing shows yeah so I two years ago i launched like the company and my website yeah and i was like you know shows seem like a lot of work i'm just gonna try and do what i can on my computer yeah (laughs) and see if that translates into sales and like surprise surprise it didn't yeah so i was like Mm -hmm. okay i'll start doing shows and did a year of shows i didn't i didn't do a ton of shows this year i did like i don't know seven or eight under ten yeah um and it's like i i like it because i learn so much from doing shows and seeing people respond to my products yeah and like in front of people is oh my gosh it's so helpful um but also you know it's a lot of freaking work so i was like well i wonder you know is there a way that i can make money on these things that i love to make without spending all weekend schlepping yes. and standing yeah. and talking and yeah, <laughs> like without all having weekend to and all year long and sell yes. things individually. Right. Yeah. Cause my mindset before was like, I can't afford to make half on these things. And it's like, well, 
I probably can if I'm not also spending yes. four days right. at this show. Yeah, you're not you know? spending the money on the booth fee. You're not spending your own on, like, time transit back doing and it. forth. Right. Yeah. All that stuff. So um, and like time off work stuff like that. Um, and I I went and looked back at my pricing, especially after like the last couple episodes you guys did about pricing, which that, was so those helpful. Those episodes got in my head. Yeah. Ugh, so helpful. And I, I thought like having pricing dreams. Pricing no, nightmares. I'm like, every time I've priced something new, You're now I've thinking gone about through that. and Bang, done boom. all of the stuff instead of just making it up in my head. Yeah. yeah. And I had like a loose formula before that, but that loose formula was like built on the assumption that I couldn't do wholesale. Oh, and yeah. now it was kind of like, okay, my time plus materials plus like a gut check of what seems appropriate in the marketplace. Plus pain in the ass fee. <clears throat> yeah. Right. <laughs> but then we like the pain in the since ass that fee. episode, I like broke down all of my existing pricing and some products like if I didn't adjust my pricing at all, yeah. which I probably will, but if I froze everything where it is right now, some of that stuff very clearly wouldn't work for wholesale. Yeah. I'd be making like $5 an hour. Yeah. But some of it would. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> so maybe I'll have yeah. like certain ones that are available, but that's jumping ahead a little bit. I Because I don't even know, you know, where I'm at now is, like I said, I would love to have my stuff in stores when people are yeah. like, I give someone my card and they're like, where can I look at your stuff? I'm like, oh, well, like, right here. Well, uh, <laughs> in six weeks, I'm going to be a show of hands. Like, no, yeah, like yeah. you'd like to be, able to I want them to come to show of hands, but I also want to be like today, yeah. you can go look at this place. Right. Um, so there's that. And then I have like some stores that I like have a crush on. But yeah. I don't know how to ask them out. <laughs> yeah, basically, don't know I'm if, like, I don't know oh, how it's to such say, a cool store. Like coffee? they have really cool stuff. Like I don't know how to approach them. Yeah. and yeah, I think I mean my um, like my kind of take on it right away was my initial thought was like you for sure can do wholesale. Like really? I, like I I immediately was like yes you pro you can't just like cut and dry be like everything on my website is now. 60% of the cost. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, there's definitely, like, things that I think you could adjust. And, like, there's probably a good amount of your product that, like, you wouldn't offer wholesale. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, yes. And, and and don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that especially because I feel like you've started to purposely make some more, like, lower end items. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like those can be the more you do things like that, where like, you know, yes, you have a $350 handbag and yes, you have, you know, a hundred dollar wallet. And like, there are going to be stores that will buy those wholesale. Like you could have some higher end stores that like, will have no problem, mm -hmm. you know, Going placing a $1,500 order of stuff and not, and, and that's a certain kind of store. Right. Um, but I think for you to like use wholesale to your advantage and like expand your brand, allow people to be and, introduced like, flesh to your out company, that mid to low range. Absolutely. Products. Like the key fobs and the cord snap guys, mm -hmm. like those kind of things. Like I could see kind of like nice middle of the road stores, like stores that aren't super high end boutiques, but stores that aren't like tchotchke crap, like mm -hmm. the kind of nice 
Like we have a ton of them in Chicago. Yeah, like, right. They sell local goods. They're really into being like, I know who this maker is. Yeah. They're all about like brand identity for those people. Like they're not trying to like cover it up that like someone other than them made shit. Like, mm-hmm. Um, they're kind right. of like using that as part of their marketing. Yeah. I feel like those people would be like, yeah, we have this section and like this is a SKG leather. She makes this and this and this and this and here's her card. Yeah, that's my dream right there. And so I think <laughs> that, that you just described those <laughs> things like you might have to adjust some pricing things. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it's like, you know, to, to go and be like, I only make these $350 handbags. I want to get into this kind of store. Right. Which just won't ever happen. Right. But I think that there's certain stores that, like, would be fine with it and are going to be like, yeah, I would sell that for $18. Yeah, I would sell that for $45. Like, yeah. I'll sell 10 of those in a month. Mm-hmm. Totally right. Um, but, yeah, I wrote down some stuff about... I wrote down, like, what Michelle kind of responded to you with about, like, pricing. And you wrote... Oh, I don't even remember. I didn't relook at that. The key is not to think of wholesale as giving a discount. Mm, right, that right. You should think about it the, uh, the inverse of that, which is like you should have a price that is what it's worth for yeah. you to sell, and then you should mark that price up for right, retail. Right. Like you shouldn't go, you shouldn't start at retail and go backwards. And work back. You should yes, go, totally. what am I willing to make? What is the minimum I'm willing to make? on this item totally what's that price yeah and then double it or more than double it and that's your retail um because i think that there's certain stuff that like i also wrote a bunch of stuff about um that like for your smaller things and i mean for all your things in general I wrote a bunch of stuff about minimum quantities and minimum I, orders. That's what I was just Is that what you're thinking about? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. so I have questions. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll, yeah. and they're related to that. So you said that maybe not all of your products will be available, right? Mm-hmm. So what products would be available for wholesale? So definitely the smaller items. Um, be specific. So I Let's have uh, cord keepers okay. that are like right. little, uh, yeah, the little snap guys and your charging cords. I have key fobs mm-hmm. with a little clip on mm-hmm. them <clears throat> and the cord keepers and the key fobs both have like they're really good leather and they have like hand branding on them yeah so they're a little elevated yeah um those are like 15 dollars and under and wholesale, then right that's my retail that's your retail Sorry. price that's retail yeah yeah we gotta up those prices okay you're like, cool, great. You should lay it on me, guys. All right. I think so. Because I think, I mean, and I think there needs to be a real sense of like, and I think it related to the idea of minimum quantities and minimum orders is the idea that like, so if you had key fobs on your wholesale offerings, that a store is not allowed to order three of those. They have to order six or 10. Okay. Something that's worth okay. it to you. Yeah. Like you have to decide like if somebody placed an order and I had to go sit down in my studio and make these from scratch, I made is them. it so totally right. pointless for you to make three? Of course. Totally. Would yeah. you rather make 20 for sure? Yeah. And like, so I think that there should be like, my stuff is way different as far as price points, but like for cards, no one's allowed to order less than six cards. It's absolute like yeah. six cards of a of a type. Yeah, because it's completely pointless for me for to just have loose. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah. For like loose single cards lying around, and somebody's like, for "I store? want three yeah, two weird. legit to quick cards, and I want two of this card." No, you get fucking six and that's or that. twelve yeah. or eighteen or twenty-four. That's yeah. what you get. 
And that allows me to go, okay, it's worth it for me to like pack a bunch of that shit up ahead of time. It's all in little case packs in a drawer. And then when somebody orders something, I go, oh, this person wants a dozen. This person wants six. They want 12 of this. They want 12 of this. And it's just like pull one thing instead of going one, two, three, four, five, pack right. it up. Right. Like there, if there is just a system that packages. you can figure out ahead of time to totally. be like, okay, if I'm ordering these materials in this kind of quantity or it takes me an hour to make 10 of these but it also takes me an hour to make six of them. So right. definitely 10. Like right. figure out what your kind of, you know, hourly rate is basically. Right. And then like, and I think I wrote something in here about, um, I wrote, think about hypothetical orders where a quote unquote worth it order, what that would include. And then what a not worth it order would include, like, mm. would not include. So like, yeah, that's such if a somebody good placed like a theoretical order and it was six key fobs in one bag, mm-hmm. like, is that worth it? Is that wor- is did they did they waste your time? Yeah, placing that order because they're getting a huge discount off of your retail price. Like they're they're getting this at wholesale cost, and you don't want it to be literally like, well, that could have been a retail order. Like the effort I put into Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. so small. It's not bulk of anything. Right. Um, I didn't like, there wasn't like an efficient use of my time there. Yeah. I literally like could have packed that up and that could have been an online order. So like, I think to make kind of a hypothetical and I've done that with the card things where I'm like, if somebody orders like two dozen cards and five prints, I'm going to be, that's going to annoy me Mm -hmm. because that's not, that's not worth it. Like that's right. almost a retail. Almost order. retail. Yeah. So, yes, I mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. But, but <laughs> <laughs> um, because I do get a lot of orders like that where someone just orders like nine things that yeah. make it to my minimum order. Yeah. But if you are growing your business and get to a point where you're consistently working on five to ten wholesale orders at a time right you're batching those yes your production that's true. with that's true. other wholesale orders yeah, yeah. so you won't I have no longer the feeling get annoyed that's there was yeah. a point for sure when i was annoyed by small orders you'd be doing 60 for right. five orders right which yeah. would be awesome right so now the store's happy because they got to do an introductory order and right. you're no longer annoyed because your productions yeah you know like running more smoothly because you're working on multiple things at the same time yeah so maybe it's annoying at first right but like if you you know grow things the way you're planning to grow them then it and then that ends up being i wrote something in what we were just Mm kind of related to that i wrote directly underneath that um like are you able to prepare wholesale inventory so basically in that same idea like like are there products that you can kind of have stocked Mm-hmm. Instead of like each time you're doing a show, you're kind of like, okay, I'm going to make Amping this many up. of this, this right. many of this, this many of this. Yeah. Like, can you do that? Um, like, and look at that batch of stuff you just made as like, this the is to fill wholesale batch. orders for yeah. November. With then with the um, smaller items that would be because totally then that doable. will help you as well because then when if you're kind of ahead of the game on that, then when wholesale orders do start to come in and you can kind of say like. Oh, I've already, like that's already made. I have right. inventory that's just, and exactly then just for that. And you can out. overlap that. Like I feel like Michelle does that sometimes where like 
you might you'll have things that are specifically for a show Mm -hmm. and then you'll be like okay well somebody actually just wanted this order now like maybe i will pull some things from what i was planning on bringing to a show yeah just because i want to get that order out right and then i'll schedule later to refill that show batch of things yeah i'm gonna attempt to not do that this season so we'll see how that i mean i think the (laughs) ideal scenario is that like you have i mean in a perfect world where you have all the free time in the world you would literally have like this is my inventory for my online shop oh my and God. this is my inventory for yeah. wholesale and this is my inventory for shows and they never cross that's each gonna other. be oh my, my 2019 amazing because right? i have um retail inventory yeah that just it sits stored away waiting to be sold right. online and like mm-hmm. if you can get to but that i need point, wholesale that can help your costs because yeah. then you're basically like you've already made it, you made it in the most efficient way it could yeah, be made. That's true, and it's just waiting. And, and ready to it's go. just sitting there, and then you don't. You're kind of. You're not really like starting from scratch every time somebody's like, "I have an order for That'll you." That'll wear you're you literally down. Just, yeah, it'll like. And it, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's currently wearing me down. And that's why I actually I have a lot more products than are listed on my website mm-hmm. because certain things I know take a long time to make. Yeah. And I just know from previous experience, it's too stressful for me. Like my quote unquote day job is Monday through Wednesday. Mm -hmm. If I get an order come through on Sunday night for something that I need to custom make and I know I won't be able to get to it till Thursday. Mm. Yeah. It, the stress that week versus the money I make on that order is so not worth it. I just don't even even list that item. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, um, like these bracelets that have Mm -hmm. the metal work on them, they aren't even on the website Yeah. because even though they're like at shows, they're, they're like my number two seller. Yeah. And I feel like if they were on the website, they would... It'll stress you out. It would be good. Yeah. Like, people would really respond to them. People have asked me, like, are you going to put these on the website? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Here's, here's what you do, though. <laughs> yeah. So you've got your, like, um, we'll call it your core collection that's always online. And then, like, I don't know, quarterly, monthly, whatever you want it to be, you, you have do... A special uh, collection. Like, these are... Um, you know, an, a, a web update. You yeah. do a, some sort of mm-hmm. yeah, update. And, there's, and they're Say limited it's, edition. It's going there's to only launch this on many. this date. Yeah. These things are ready. You know, you spend a month working on them and then you launch them the next month. Yeah. They're limited quantities. When they sell out, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But n- now or we're talking can, retail. <laughs> and, well, but that's, that's I mean, true. that kind of works with that, too, because like you have this with stores as well, where like you will have a limited edition of things and stores will want it. And but you but you've also done the smart thing of instead of just being like, yeah, you can have whatever you want. And I'm mudding the waters. Mm-hmm. You've done it where like when a store is like, oh, I want this special thing. You're like, why don't we work together and we'll make a special thing for your mm-hmm. store. I've done that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can uh, use that as a marketing tool as well, where like where you've done stuff where you're like, oh, I'm o- I'm doing this limited edition of white yeah. pieces and they're for milk. Yeah. And so like you Cute. you could do something where like if a store, if you start to establish these relationships with stores, like there's no reason why you can't be like, Hey, do you want to do like a limited edition bracelet? That's like this kind of thing. Or like we we're only going to do these key fobs in this way. And you're the only store that gets them. Yeah. I would love that. Um, Because that will make them promote you. Like that'll make them be like, look, we got these and no one else has them. And stores, you can say they love it. They love it. 
And I think that there's something, and especially if you're saying like, yeah, this wouldn't cost anymore. Like this is just us agreeing to this ahead of time and it's wholesale. So you're getting paid for it. Um, And then that, you know, it kind of brings in this thing of like, when you do have more one of a kind things that aren't mass produced, you can kind of, it's a nice way to be like, hey, there's a reason why you're paying more for this. There's a reason why this is a premium item. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> if you if want, so, and then for the customer, it's like, if you want this, you better buy it because it's going to be gone. And that's that. Yeah. And like, once it's gone, and it's, it's only gone. available. And that doesn't mean place. that three months from now, you can't make them again. Right. It just means that for right now, mm-hmm. like, I might decide, you know, the idea that you might not ever make it again is enough for people to be yeah. pushed to buy it. Yeah. I like that. Um, and then that allows for things like that that you're saying, like, well, I wouldn't put this on the website and like, this is a stressful thing or whatever. You can kind of get those done ahead of, t- like, kind of be prepared for those yeah. ahead of time and then make it a special thing that's on the website that's that's only there and when then, you're ready to deal with those right. orders. So you could be like, the sale starts on this day, they're going to ship, you can decide what ship date they're going to have ahead of time. That's true, you could do Just be all like, they're not the going to ship for two weeks, deal with it. Yeah. Like, people, people don't you care. You can do pre-orders. Yeah, pre-orders yes, too. do pre-orders, absolutely. So there's stuff like that where, and if you create this environment of like, your customers that really love you and get hooked on you will start to like, to like count on those that. Things. Yes. Yeah. They'll yeah, start to be the like, Ooh, I'm, so when's the next one going to yeah. come? And if you make it somewhat, you know, you don't have to make it super frequently, but as long as it's consistent, like yeah. if you make it once a quarter, right. Then they kind of know like, right. Oh, this is coming. Yeah. Um, and then if you offer things to stores as well, like there's the, you know, ways you can kind of entice stores with updates and new launches and mm-hmm. stuff like that um like michelle does it where she'll have a new collection and she'll tell her stores yes. you know she'll send out a specific email to stores that are like and she'll say like this isn't this is a new collection like once it's gone it's gone right and so like if you want it let me know Here's and do you feel like like email is the most effective way to communicate with stores i do just because i used to be a buyer for a store and i don't like having phone conversations. Ugh. I certainly don't yeah. like people dropping in yeah. and just showing me stuff like, where I have so to be. Rude. Um, I think you can drop into a store if you're just like and here and brought the this business for you. card. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Um say even like st- even that's scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> I I've done that. I have a yeah, store that, that um I visited when I was in um Seattle for Renegade um 2015 I guess and we were just shopping and um I thought this my jewelry would fit in so I yeah, said mm-hmm. hey here's my card I'm gonna I'd be love at for Renegade you to check out my stuff and she's still buying stuff yeah but like so cool. I didn't have my jewelry on me I think I was probably wearing something yeah but like it was no pressure yeah like, I think here's my card. You... I love your store. Yeah. I'm going to buy something, too. Mm-hmm, I've definitely mm-hmm. um, heard that from other shop yeah, owners. Yeah, you're actually, you're buy not there something. just to solicit yeah. them. You're there right. to, And when like, I go back, customer. I go yeah. to the store, and I buy something. Yeah. Um, uh, so you, c- you can go in and introduce yeah, yourself. I think so. Don't just have don't your be shit pushy. with, you know. Yeah, like, don't be right, pushy Like your little it. suitcase of people yeah. Yeah. I mean, people came into Orange Beautiful and, like, would bring me things. Yeah. Like, people would. And, and especially when the store shifted over and I was only carrying show of hands vendors. And that was like the whole point was that like, I didn't just, and I did that on purpose because I didn't like the random people coming in and just like soliciting me and wanting to talk to me for an hour. Um, 
And so it was easy when somebody would bring me something, and I'd be like, well, we actually don't, like, if you want to apply for show of hands and then be in show of hands, then we'll talk about you being in the store. Yeah. I know that's complicated, but get over it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But like when the store wasn't like that at the beginning, like people would come in and just bring me things. They just like have a bag of stuff and be Mm -hmm. like, I just wanted to leave this. And like the people that stuck in my head were the ones that didn't like want to stand there and like pitch me. Right. They didn't want to, they knew not to waste my time. Yeah. Yeah. You also have to be really self-aware when you're contacting stores in any way. Like, um, for your products, like, is their most expensive item only like seventy-five dollars? Right. right. Then that's probably not your not store. Right. Yeah. Like, I actually contacted a few new stores recently, and uh. I uh, got one response saying, oh, we only carry silver and gold stuff, you know, oh, like yeah. finer yes. stuff. Higher and I'm like, stuff. okay, cool. And then another mm-hmm. store that said that my stuff was too expensive, too expensive. for them. And yeah. I'm like, okay, those, is those just cancel each other out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I thought that um, they were both recommendations that I had gotten from customers. I had like put a thing out there saying, hey, what are your favorite stores? Yeah. Oh, that's really and so smart. I contacted these stores and. I just thought it was really funny that um, I Somebody, got two yeah. responses. One so that was wide. like not expensive enough, and then two too expensive. Um, the too expensive response store, though, I thought that my stuff was right in line. Interesting. So it was funny to have heard that. Yeah. I, I obviously understood the other one. Yeah. And she said to let her know if I ever venture into that because she liked it. Yeah. But she but only she said, carries yeah. these metals. I think that. So I mean, fine. I think that's a good rule of thumb is like there's going to be a point where you're kind of like where do I even start and you you'll like you said before you have certain stores that you're like oh my god I would love to have my stuff in this store yeah um, I think you and I straight think, up tell them yeah that. you straight up like go like I fucking love your store been, yeah an email yeah. I've been like following you find an your email. store for a long time mm-hmm. and you I've know. done if there if you can't find like the owner of the store like if you google search and like look on their own usually website can. usually you can with smaller stores like usually you can literally yeah. be like oh the person's name is this yeah like if it's a super general email like if it's like shop ad or info mm. ad or whatever mm-hmm. like i tend to if it's if i know what the owner's name is and i'm like sure that that's the mm-hmm. owner's name um <laughs> i will write like in the subject line i will write like attention whatever their name is oh okay um or i'll you know write like i'll address the email to that person just to say like you know to instead of saying like dear owner or like to the owner or like to whom it may concern or whatever right um i like to make sure that they understand that like i i either took the effort to google your name Mm -hmm. or someone actually or i'm actually aware of you as a person and i know what your name is um and then the assumption there is that, like, even if they're not the person checking the emails, they probably have some kind of protocol where, mm-hmm. like, that person forwards yeah. them things. Right. Um, or they know who they are like, oh, this is a person who wants to sell us stuff. Right. Send it to the buyer or whatever. And professional stores will, like, get back to you in the right way and say, like, I'm the buyer. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm interested in your stuff, whatever it is. Okay. But I usually just send them, like, a nice thing that's like, I'm a big fan of your store. I think that my work would really fit in there you'll find my website link here mm-hmm. that you can see what I offer. Um, if you're interested in more information, I'd love to talk, you know, like 
I'm available via email. You can call me mm-hmm. on the phone. I like to get the bullet points in yes. there, like production time, um, minimum okay. quantity. Yeah. Um, and just like a little gist about like, this is kind of what I do. When like, this is what I make. For me, it's like, this is the most recent collection that's launched. The yeah. next one will launch here. So like maybe they can, if they're not placing right. orders right yes, now, they can, they can plan. Into- um I like to put a photo in in the in the email in the, in the body email. Of the email. Yeah, okay. like at the bottom of it. Oh, um, nice. So yeah. it's not an attachment. Yeah, it's a good idea. Just something to like give them a reason to click on my links. Like, yeah, for oh, sure. I I do like this. Yeah, because you have to remember, a lot of store owners are getting like shit tons of emails, yeah. and like oftentimes, most of those emails are fucking garbage. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, anything that's you kind of, yeah, them. like, your you can best make it really simple. Photo. Yeah, the best photo you've got that kind of is like, like, it's clear that it's leather, it's clear that it's a bag, it's clear that it's handmade, it's, cl- you know, like, put your best foot forward mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. thing. But not like um, a product photo, like, a, like, a, uh, like someone a, a holding set, yeah, a bag, someone carrying a bag, or, or flat, like, a bracelet on someone's thing, wrist, you know. Okay. Like, a photo that you have would yet, have but. made into a poster or postcard or some, you know, like yeah. s- a good photo. Yeah. But I would never put just like one of my white background product photos. I think at that's the bottom. Yeah. Like, mm, that's okay. I usually that. use a lookbook photo. So. Yeah, for sure. I've like, never done a lookbook. I think for your stuff, because it is like wearables and carry goods and yeah. stuff, like that's definitely true. But you could also do, like, it doesn't to have, have like, to be someone holding it. You can do like a style flat, flat lay. lay thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I can recommend someone for flat lays. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For Actu- sure. Uh, so the, we use the same photographer. Yeah. Um, and, uh, when we got our new camera, I told Emily Ryan that I would do my own flat lays, but I'd been doing a really shitty job. <laughs> and she had some great ideas for one for the holiday like, Can shoot. Can you do them, please? And so she did them, yeah. and they're fucking amazing. Yeah. I, oh, it's cool. killing me that I have not posted any of them yet because I'm waiting <laughs> yeah. closer. Um, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, photos are good. I think. Okay. Um, I think this kind of indirectly makes me think like you asked initially about um having a line sheet Mm. right Um, yeah i guess like so when i send that initial email like i'm confident on that part but what is the back end shit i need to have in order before i send that email what website or what uh web host shop post are you using i use big cartel okay I used to have um, a wholesale um, line sheet thing on um, Big Cartel. I don't. I could figure okay. out what it's called. It was super simple. Um, I think they got a password, and um, it gave them access to just. It was like a single page with, like with images, images. Yeah. and then you put the there's the wholesale price. And uh, you put the quantity you wanted. It's just like a one sheet sort Ooh, of thing. Okay. Um, but the that's what formatting I was, is done for you? Yeah. I think I paid like, I don't know, 40 bucks or something for it. And just they gave it's you just the like code. like an extension for the shop. Threw, it, like someone had written code yeah. for it. Yeah. And you just um, 
because like you a have plug-in. access okay. to yeah. um, your back end a little bit on Big Cartel, and I just right. threw the code in there. Yeah, and I've coded some stuff online. You know, it's been like four years, but I might be able to figure that out. Yeah, that's pretty... I mean, if you can have something like that, or like I actually don't have anything wholesale on my site. I have like an issue catalog, you know, that site issue.com. Mm. Without so an e. With issue it's without dot com. <laughs> okay. Um, for some reason. Um, I'm just it's a actually big fan really of, easy yeah. to use, and a lot of people put their wholesale catalogs on there. So it's actually okay. a place that not only can you just have a direct link to your catalog, people will kind of accidentally stumble onto your catalog. Okay. Because they'll, I know shop I owners no go on there and they, they'll type in like, wholesale leather goods and like if you've and tagged your boom. stuff that it okay. might land on your thing but then do you how do they place the order they, they would have, have to play, email you yeah they would have to you would have some other thing you would either have your own thing on your website people would email you you can have a down i have like a downloadable pdf form mm. that they that can fill they can out either and fill then out in facts okay. or they can fill out an email to me um a but lot of people take the money you have to invoice them i have to invoice them so like there's more steps to that, but it's it's all kind of piecemeal instead of being like I have this site that I paid for or whatever it is. Right. Um, but I think that the I use the catalog kind of as like a catalog and a lookbook kind of thing. So like mm-hmm. I'll just have and it, it sets it up where you literally just download a multi-page PDF. And then it turns it into like it looks like a book. Yeah, yeah, like flips through it. Okay, yeah. So uh-huh. it's real, you know, um, it's real fancy, but it's cool because you can kind of make it. You can set it up like a book and be like, oh. "This is my table of contents," and mm-hmm. like then they can, you know, it has it can have links in the pages in, yeah. that can be like, "I want to okay. go straight to bags," and it'll flip to that page. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can kind of get as basic or as complicated with it as yeah. you want. Yeah. Um, but it's a nice way to like. I use it mostly as a like instead of just being like whatever's on my website you can also buy wholesale it's more of a like right. no, this is just for you these are the things that are available there's clear things of yeah. like cards need to be ordered in sixes printeds need to be ordered in threes they come in these sizes yeah and these colors look here's the packaging this is what it looks like on a shelf mm-hmm. so like i'm kind of presenting it more like i wouldn't really necessarily want for retail customers right. to look yeah, at it even though thing. they could if they wanted to mm-hmm. um and then there's just a there's a bunch of terms on a page in the back that are like, these are my shipping policies. This is my return policy. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, how we deal with packaging. And then it has a thing that's literally like, want to place an order, want to open an account, email me. Okay. And then once they've kind of, it's almost like that's the bait. And then it gets them to like, then say, yes, I'm ready to place an order. And then I just kind of figure out how to deal with them, you know, based on them. Like Mm -hmm. if they're like, I want to place this huge order then I'll figure out like, okay, well give me an indication of what you want. And we'll, you know, like you can fill out this order form or yeah. you can just send me a list in the email. Um, so it's a little more like hacked, but it works. I think like if you're just starting out, it's fine to, you know, put l- not less effort, but not, you don't have to go in all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like stores aren't going to go like, mm, she doesn't have an integrated website, but like right, they're right. going to be like, cool. I mean, there's actually stores where I'm like, 
you want to fax me a piece of paper? <laughs> right. Like, okay. Like, like cool. that still exists? Like, you can, here, use this thing that is, like, literally, it sends me a fax via email, because I don't have a fax machine. Sure. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, but, like, there are stores that are, like, way behind in the times, mm-hmm. and then there are stores that are, like, leap years, of, you know, they're, like, way ahead. But I, I've not come across a store that's, like, they're not deciding to buy from you or not buy from you based on like, like your formatting where you're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're based, they're buying based on your product. Like right. they want to, they want clear information. They want to kind of see what they're getting. Mm-hmm. They want to understand what it looks like in real life. If they can't see it in real life. Yeah. And then they want to feel like, you know what you're doing. And like beyond that, they're not going to be like, Oh, well they have a fancy Shopify account or they don't. Right. Or they have Etsy. Well, Etsy wholesale doesn't exist anymore, but like, I think if you're just organized and clear, like that, that goes as that far as you need lot. it to go. Yeah. Okay. Like no one's, cause I think stores are also used to having like a hundred different ways that they buy from a customer. Yeah. Cause like if they have 20 or 40 or 60 vendors, they know that all of those vendors work differently. They right. build them differently. They have, some have online, some don't. And um, what do you guys think about, um, not, uh, quantity in terms of orders but like number of items available because my oh. product line is pretty limited yeah, yeah how many do you with. have so like you know i can think of four items that i know the pricing will work but uh-huh. like is that lame do i need to have eight or what 10? are the so we you had yeah. keepers yeah and key fobs i was gonna ask what what are the other ones yeah what and other then, ones would you um i have these skinny wrap bracelets with the branding on them right and I those right now the retail's twenty eight. Too cheap. Okay. We're gonna fix this shit. Okay. Up, up, up. Y'all better buy stuff from her now because um, her prices are about to go up. <laughs> uh, what else? You better go on her website today. Um, and then these are eighty. The wrap bracelets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have those different versions of those. Those are metalwork. Those are metal work wrap. But I'm not sure if this type of thing. There are two metalsmiths that I work with. And so I'm not sure if that stuff would work for wholesale right. because mm. I pay them. Oh, right, because you've and got then, some outsourcing elements to it. Right. Yep. Those could be part of, like, the limited edition situation. Yeah. Like, if you only offered those to certain stores or you only offered those for a certain quantity until they're gone. Or yeah. Who knows? And um, that's kind of, like, hmm. um, it's still, it, it's not in, like, infancy, but it's, like, uh, toddler preschool age yeah. <laughs> that concept like to daycare so, this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the half day kindergarten <laughs> not the full day where they eat lunch at school <laughs> <laughs> so that one like maybe that one can like stay in development a while longer and i'll still retail it okay but yeah. maybe i won't fold it in what about the wallets yeah 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 how do you feel about the pricing yeah. of those? Well, let me find my notes, you guys, that I made after like I listened you, to your episode. Like, can those back out from what they are retail right now and still be... I don't know. Because re- I feel like those I feel like those would work really well in stores. Yeah. Well, so the, something that's been in my brain since we started this was how you've got these things that are really low retail price, but then there's got to be a pretty big price jump once right. you get to like small leather goods. Those are like a right. hundred yeah. or something. Um, what are they exactly? So my, like 
when we get so, out of the small accessory yeah, yeah. realm, it goes directly to wallets that yeah. I'm retailing now for 98. 98. Okay. okay. I didn't re-familiarize myself because I wanted to give you the opportunity to explain things to me on the podcast. Instead of us instead being like, of, we know what no she's talking about. Perfect. You know, like leaving stuff out. And the out. listeners like, so, like I looked what like you're a, talking about. Several weeks ago and kind of let myself forget. forget. Yeah. Um, okay. So you an issue that I'm like wanting to solve in my head is your minimum um, price for an order, like your minimum yeah. dollar amount. Oh like, yeah. Um, yeah. People, you're going to have to set one yes. and, and you've got you also like a big can, price jump. And but you can allow people like you want it to be some kind of magical number that like allows a smaller store or a store that has lower end items to only order the lower end items mm -hmm. like right. you want it to be able to equal you don't want it to be like oh the minimum order you have to reach would mean you're buying a hundred of these little things or one bag or you're buying two bags yeah that doesn't make sense like, um but if you i mean i think if you um like my i have like a not high i mean for me it's not for me it's high um i have like a 150 dollar minimum oh, opening order Okay. But then my reorder is like whatever you want it to be. Okay. So it's mine. Hey. So my, I don't know, maybe this is dumb, but, but my initial. Means, but no one ever I'm, places an order under no, that. Right. So mm -hmm. I think that there's a certain idea of like, you kind of want to let people know that like, if they wanted to, they could just be like, I'm having an event this weekend. I want like 10 more of those key fobs. Yeah. But that, and that's fine. I'm not yeah. breaking a rule. But they probably but won't. But you also yeah. want, you also have to remember that. It's not just the money amount that you're trying to get to make it worth it. It's that you want that store to have enough of your mm -hmm. stuff. Have an investment mm -hmm. in you. And you yeah. want the appearance want to look of inventory in their store. It's not like It will look really sad things. and pathetic that, if they okay. literally bought four of your wallets and have them on the counter. That really that makes doesn't sense. Make, yeah. That doesn't work for them. It doesn't yeah. work for them and it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Because then their customer... It, that that appears, and also a store owner shouldn't want to buy that little of one okay. vendor's product. They should want to buy a ton of a vendor's product, but we know that's not the world. Like, that's not how the world works. Some people are, you know, they're stingy, and they want to be like, what's, you know, which is why you set minimums, so that you hold them okay. to something that you believe is, is a worthwhile order. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, like, you should, you know, if you had a store that, like, just wants key fobs, and nothing else. Well, then guess what? They're going to have to buy $150 worth of key fobs. Yeah. Um, and they huh, should be I wonder okay if you can that, divide. Right? I'm wondering if you can have two different minimum quantities or minimum, minimum opening orders, orders yeah. or not. What I was originally thinking is if you do something where you have to order six cord keepers yeah, I was at a time well. or six key fobs. How much, like, does that help those get up to being the wallet price? Right. So that, you know, it evens itself out. Right. Yeah. Where um, you look at that as a unit. I always call them case packs. Sure. Okay. And, it, so like, and it is. Since instead of me. So, like, if I was selling cards individually, wholesale, it would be $2. It's just like $2 every time. Yeah. But a case pack is $12. Mm -hmm. So it's like. No, your that that item is twelve dollars, yeah, not two dollars, right? And so I look at it as like that's a, that's one that's item, the not item. six items. Yes, that um, makes a lot of sense. So I think if yeah, if you were saying like a un a case pack of key fobs is six key fobs, mm -hmm. and then the that's wholesale the price, price of, of that isn't going to be 
$8. Right. It's going to be $48. Yeah. Um, so if we base... I just have retail prices written down here. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we're six always... The, we're always going to be like, your retail price? That's your new wholesale price. <laughs> um, but let's say I mean, it's, that would be it's amazing, still 15 but I, like that's um, I mean, I could say... That's I could 90 see, I could see similar. those cord keepers yeah. easy being 10 wholesale. Sure. Really? And like For 22 sure. 20. or something yeah. retail? And like if somebody wanted to do 18 or they could do 24. You don't think that's like insane? No. Okay. Like a shitty, like in a retail environment a you think that would do all right? A keeper thing that you would buy on amazon.com is going to cost $10. I think $10. 15 is too little for sure. And that's made by a robot in China. It okay. has no character, it's not unique, it's yeah. not leather. It's not going to last forever. And like, yes, you're going to have people that are like, "Are you kidding me? This is so expensive. It's just a thing." Right. Like but fuck them. Like and that's actually... <laughs> so 15 uh-huh. is the key fobs. The oh, okay. cord are 12. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. Okay. So... Yeah. Cord keeper, I feel like... Like, especially because you have these bigger, really high-priced items yeah, where you to, don't need to have the, the same um, profit margin on. Right. Get Throw as much extra okay. profit margin in on At these little smaller things. things which for sure. Which ultimately isn't that much. No. It's a, it's a couple dollars. dollars. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um... So it's not like I you're just like, like taking advantage of people. It's and remember, the thing I always try to remind people of is that you're the boss. You dictate the prices. You decide when discounts can be applied. You decide mm-hmm. when sales can happen. So don't feel like raising these prices is is screwing your retail customer. When in reality, what it can do is allow you to go to a show and be like, everything's twenty percent off for the show. Yeah. Because guess what? You're still ahead of where your old prices were. So like if That's you true. raised your prices yeah. and you were saying, you know what? Those cord keepers that used to be 12 are now 18 retail. Mm-hmm. Then you can, you can feel free to be like, you know what? Two for the second one. Two for 30 or whatever. Off. Yeah. Or um, <clears throat> at this one show, cause I really like it. Or I know a bunch of my customers that love me are coming to this or send your mailing list a thing that's like if you come to show of hands like here's a coupon for 20% off your purchase Mm -hmm. so like you can kind of be a little more free with treating people and like giving people discounts and even giving your retail or your store customers discounts like Michelle does stuff where if you hit a certain uh, maximum, like a big number order, she'll give you 5% off. She'll give you 10% off. Okay, she'll give yeah. free shipping, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to feel so like, you're not holding so tight to your money. Yeah. You're more like, That's you know true. what? I'm you have a lot more flexibility if there's really a cushion. Perfectly, and so now I don't feel like, well, I couldn't give you a discount because like I'm barely making enough Which on is this as it is. Yeah. Where I live. Right. You just described. Yeah. And so if you're, I mean, if you're adding like a very minimal 30% to your prices. Okay. You can now feel free to throw some 10% discounts around. Yeah. And you're still making 20% and you more can, than you yeah. are. Okay. Um, but I think yeah. that it also is something like the psychology of like value, like perceived value mm-hmm. is like what Michelle's saying about, you know, the $300 handbag next to the $12 cord yeah. keeper. You need to bring those yep. to each other. Yep, yep. Yeah, so yeah. like that cord keeper needs to come up. If, if, the price can't be negotiated on the high end, one of a kind. You fucking labored for hours on it. Yeah. Bag that costs three hundred dollars. Then that cord keeper needs to come up to meet that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That so makes like, sense. if because now it's about brand. Now it's about like, oh, this fancy ass yeah. bag over here. Like, if you don't think Hermes is making shit tastic things in China that cost 
pennies. Right. But they got a Hermes brand on them. So now they're $45. Right. So like in the context of a store too, like if they have three or four of your handbags and then some wallets and a key fob and some cord things, like the customer is going to go, oh, I really want that $300 bag, but there's no, like I can't afford it. There's Mm -hmm. no way I really want it. Well, then I'm just going to definitely get one of these key fobs because like that's, Right. I want it. Which is exactly what does happen. Right. And that happens at shows. You see that happen at shows. And that's why I started making those lower end items. Yeah. Because I was getting, when I started doing shows, I was getting tons of attention. And people were like, this is amazing. How much is it? And I'm like, oh, of course you went to my most expensive thing. Yeah. That's like $750. They're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, maybe someday and then buy. Right. And then but now leave. I, so now yes. I have now like have, the other yeah. thing. So after it's they, the drug. after they hear <laughs> that number and they're like, oh, yeah, it looks worth it. Oh, but I can afford this. Like, yeah. And like they just kind of want, I always think of it like in terms of like fine artists where like artists that have like amazing oil paintings, like they then make prints of their right. work. Exactly. It's like here's an accessible item that you, right. you still want a piece of that. You so want these a are piece my prints. of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so if you can have more, and that's going to work for stores as well. Like the same things that work okay. at shows are what's going to work at a store. Cause mm-hmm. it's going to be the okay. same kind of like, totally. when they see it next to this, yeah. they're going to go, Oh, I really love that. Or they're going to want to touch things and they're going to want to see it and use it and hold it. And then they're like, Mm, that, and then their brain clicks into like, what can I afford? What can I not afford? Yeah. And the impulse buy things are going to kind of lead them into being like, oh, I really love this. And like, they'll carry around that key fob and then they'll be like, someday and I'm going to get one of those bags. Right. And then someday they're going to get that's, one of those bags. That's um, what I hope happens. This that's is whole plan. like kind of off topic, but I'm just in like brainstorming <laughs> mode, I guess. So that's um, what brainstorming is all about. Are there, off topic. um, <laughs> like uh, color options yes. on these things? Yeah. How, like how many per? Yeah, how many variants of I things? have two on my website. In okay. real life at shows, I have five. Oh, okay. Okay. So I would... But it's you know, too much to manage on the back end, yeah. so I just say two. Yeah. Um, for uh, approaching wholesale, stores love options. Yeah. They mm-hmm. love like options. they want to feel like they picked... Yeah things and yeah. so there's like, gonna be a store that's like i want everything to be, that i order to be black sure. yeah you know like there's yeah. gonna be stores like that that yeah and they they feel like they chose it even though right so like as it. many as you <laughs> think you can keep up with it okay like it, it doesn't well, have I think to be the all of them lead but. time it would it would be really like you mentioned that's one of your bullet points if i say like i have a two or three week lead time then hmm. like sure pick any color yeah do it oh, because yeah. then i'll just make it up for you two to three weeks i think is very reasonable if you yeah okay. for sure what what's like normal i don't even know mine's currently at two i was doing one week and i was killing that myself. sounds insane <laughs> i don't know what i was thinking actually yeah. it took um i was talking to marco from alapash one day i think it was the day we went over after we recorded oh yeah and, talking to and, chris, I was with chris, yeah. and um, Marco asked what my lead time was and I said a week he's like I've never seen a week on yeah. anyone I'm like fuck this I'm changing yeah, it back two weeks nuts yeah one week is crazy I don't know what I was yeah I, think I was doing it most of the I year mean, and if, that, if that's a thing for stores where you can you can kind of reasonably say like here's what the options are yeah and like even if you only do some certain color like one time for one store and that's still and that's leg- that, yeah. like easy for you to do mm-hmm. um 
that I think that's a huge selling point. Okay. Because I think cool. again that's, that's good to know. It's kind of it feels exclusive to them. Right. Even though for you it's like I'm just ordering a different leather because you asked me to order this right. color instead of this color. Right. Um I've noticed some stores, like some of the like new, uh, we'll call them lifestyle stores. <laughs> um, you know, I'm all a lifestyle of the brand. cool stores yeah, yeah. Um, seem <laughs> to cool have people. a color palette to For their sure. entire store. Yeah. I actually yeah. just started offering the bulk of my digital cards specifically all just come with kind of like a randomly bright colored envelope that I just kind of chose because most of my cards are black and white. Yeah. And so I'm just like, yeah, this feels like a blue, like a card that would go with a blue envelope. Yeah. Or this card feels like it would go with a purple envelope. Um, and then there's some of them that actually have colors and they match the color. In the print, yeah. But for the black and white ones, I suddenly realized like, oh my God, there are certain stores that like I can imagine, like I would love for my stuff to be in them, but there's no way in hell they would order my cards with these bright colored envelopes. It would look so weird in mm -hmm. their store. Mm -hmm. So I actually start now, there's now an option um, you can either get the bright color envelopes or you can choose this envelope that is concrete. So it's like a craft paper gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, you can either say, I want the bright colored envelopes oh, thank that, oh, thank you. you know, are in the catalog. Or coffee also. Yeah. <laughs> or you can have all your cards have these gray envelopes. Yeah. And so like then in a store that's super Which minimalist like the, yeah. or it's because uh, there's a lot of that's kind of trendy now is like Cute. white walls, black decor, wood pieces. Like and it would look it. weird yeah. if there's like these rainbow Orange. envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. kind of takes away from their chicness. <laughs> right. And so I'm trying, you know, I was like, OK, it's super easy for me to just source and have a bunch of these envelopes. Right. In stock. Right. Um, there's no need for me to like and it doesn't cost it's not like it costs more money or i can try i should charge them differently right um but now there's there are stores that wouldn't have ordered my stuff before that are like oh no i can totally see this now mm -hmm. in my store because you gave me the color option and the card's still the same no that's a really good point but yeah i we, think i think we focus so much on is is the aesthetic cohesive of our own website, our own like presence, our own display? Right. But then it's like, well, yeah, is it like, going to be cohesive with wherever it ends up? For right. wholesale, it's a totally and different. If if there are things where like you would never do this color of leather, like in your own line, mm. um, who cares? Like do like how cool would that be if like you have this, and like once you get one store that like suddenly has this unique color that they chose then other stores are going to be like whoa wait you yeah. they you got to just do whatever color you wanted like yeah. i'm doing that that's yeah. amazing like i would do that if i had my store <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a store anymore how are we doing on time you guys <laughs> i don't know <laughs> a little over an hour okay. okay um so i'm looking at this is the more recent email you sent us we kind of discussed how to approach stores do you yeah. feel good about yeah so that. i feel okay. like um i feel like now i have a really good sense of what should be that it should be email what should be in that email sure yeah and that before i do that i should have some sort of wholesale web presence of my choice mm. <laughs> that i can direct them so toward some like it needs to feel like it's easy to place an order yeah you know yeah like, so with not, yours, I mean, what do crazy I do? like you have a um michelle have a, a wholesale section of your website so mine is um, like, like password protected. 
It's actually even more complicated than that. <laughs> um, because I've like you said, easy to place. Well, it is. You have to do a dance before. No, um, so I wanted your computer. <laughs> I didn't want people to have to remember a password that yeah. I created. Yeah. Because I had the opportunity to do it a different way, which is that um, I'll set up their account on my website. Yeah. And then I send them an activation email and they set their own password. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. So they, they just log into my website. And okay, when they log cool. in, I have them tagged as a wholesale customer, which um, when you Changes log in, it, no, it, it makes a wholesale section appear that no one else can see. Nice. So if Man, you go to my plugin or something on your Shopify, it's um, Locksmith. Locksmith? Yeah. It's an app. That's cool. I'm going to do so, this. Um, I also have a It's a combination of two apps, actually. So I have a wholesale app that I I think it's called Wholesale Hero. Um, okay, what do these things cost? Wholesale Hero is $30 a month. Okay. And Locksmith is $9. Because a month. Shopify has like a wholesale upgradey thing. Yeah. No, you don't need that. And it's like $160 a month. What? And I was like, um, that's crazy okay. town. I may have <laughs> gone through all this on the podcast before, but I'll go through it again because I, I am pretty happy with my current situation. And I know a lot of people just use Locksmith for their wholesale yeah. by locking a wholesale section. And... Um, but uh, then the wholesale hero allows you to do the transaction, right? Wholesale hero okay. um, allows you to tag customers um, with, I think, as many price points as you want. What that so mean? what I do is I have a tag for new wholesale and current wholesale. Okay. New wholesale has that $150 minimum attached to it. Ooh, and once I they see. place the order, I switch you their switch tag them. to current wholesale, which eliminates that minimum. Um, oh, so fancy as shit. The other thing that Wholesale Hero does is it allows me to program in that additional discount they get. Mm-hmm. So not only does it slash all my prices in half, yeah. they'll see that, um, but as they're putting stuff in their cart, it'll say, like, say they're at 250 A little thing at the bottom oh, will say, like, hey, add 50 more dollars for this. 5% off. Yes, mm. genius. I know. Because who's not going to do that? So that app allows that. Yeah, that's nice. Um, the Locksmith app allows um, me to lock an entire drop-down menu. Nice. So when they log in... Um, it shows I, up as there's a wholesale. has all those things locked, um, and the key is being logged in under current wholesale or new wholesale tags. Uh-huh. Um, so they log in, and all of a sudden, the drop-down menu that says wholesale, like if you guys go and look, yeah. you'll see it says wholesale, and then it says um, wholesale inquiries. Yeah. That's all you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other things if are If you're a customer and you log in, a whole menu comes up that has all of the categories. Me. That's really Chills. cool. Yeah. yeah. I have other shit to now, work on, but I now I want to go home and like, work I've on this. only <laughs> had that for a year. Yeah, but it's Because I worked my way up well, to yeah, it. Yeah. You don't have to have all of that yeah, shit now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it got to a point where I needed to manage wholesale better because if you get disorganized, also, I should add... This is really ironic. This happened after our time management issue. (laughs) 
at some point, <laughs> one of our, maybe two weeks ago, recording the podcast, I um, accepted a fair wholesale order on yeah. my phone. And forgot oh. about it. Oh! So when I got home, I didn't print it out. And um, oh, on shit. Monday, I got an email from Fair saying it's time to ship this order. And I'm and like, like, what? I, I I don't have that order. I don't know what that is. Um, and I had to make an entire wholesale order in like two hours oh, no. and ship it. Oh, oh no! So you're like never feel again. Like it's, uh, good to admit that that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it screwed happens. up my entire day. Yeah, that's. I mean, that stuff happens. Um, also, and I, because um, I think I said, talked about how I get real stupid when I'm in a hurry. <laughs> I had to make that necklace that you're wearing. Um, and <laughs> normally, th- I would spend probably um, two to three days working on that. Like yeah. I'd solder it one day, and then it would yeah, tumble it another in, day, and then I would you set had to do it, it and in two finish hours? it. Yeah. So the first time I did it, you like, been I would like, never have done sorry, it Sorry, this is ordered. <laughs> um, so like I, I drill through the main triangle and then I drill through the other triangle and then I cut it and then um, I have to solder it together. I you soldered like, it with the, the hole on necklace. the top oh, on the no. side first. <laughs> so that's just trash. Uh, Aww. I don't do well no. under pressure. Oh God! And you're like, I do this it is a again. I was shaking when Steve got home, Aww. and I was trying to pack, and I'm like, "It's my fault. I have to do this." He's Aww. like, "Get, just go. Let me do this." Yeah. He's like, "Step away." So, and I like, I didn't want to say anything on social media about screwing this right? up, but I'll say it on the podcast. I <laughs> fucked up royally and I don't know how I would have made it through that if Steve hadn't jumped in and, and taken like, everything out of my down. hands yeah. and uh, run to the post office. Oh my God. He won't listen to this because he doesn't listen to it. No, that's but fine. Thank you care. for being Thanks, Steve. awesome. Aww. I think, um, <laughs> does that, uh, do the things that you, the wholesale hero and the locksmith mm. thing, do you, I don't think you do this, but do you know if it acknowledges like quantity situations or case pack things or I like minimum quantities and stuff? I don't use it, but I think it does. That would be the key for me is like. I'm pretty sure. And if Sarah were to end up using something mm-hmm. like that too, like if you had things, like if you have key fobs on your website mm-hmm. and they're retail and you buy them one at a time. Like, the key for me would be, like, okay, so then when it becomes wholesale, does that listing change to say you have to buy six of these? Right. I think there is. Because, like, then it would be, then it would kind of be pointless. Like, I and I would have to do that with cards where it's, like, it'd be amazing if I could just be, like, see all these listings that I already did? I already have pictures for them. They already have descriptions and they show what envelopes Mm. they come with. I just would love to have that completely replicate and be a wholesale listing. But then those things all have minimum quantities and case packs and price um, specific prices. So yeah. I'm nuts. And instead of just um, using the same retail listing, you have a sep- you have separate. I duplicate listings? it and then I change the descriptions because I as don't want. As long as I could duplicate it, I think yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, you can duplicate As long everything. as I'm not like starting from scratch and like re-uploading so all the photos and the descriptions. So you could just hit duplicate and, and change yeah. the price and say yeah. the same for do six that. cards. Because then you're right. I would probably want to say things in my wholesale listing that I wouldn't like. I'd want to yeah. say something about the right. packaging. Right. Like it yeah. specifically is packaged this way, yep. and 
all the cards are blank and all and the I cards don't want are this kind of material and blah, blah, blah. Like, like I'd be more specific about certain things. Yeah. My retail listings also say things like it and this comes with a cleaning cloth. Right. Whereas and that doesn't happen. No. For and right. here's the um, link to see our current shipping schedule and gift wrap. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. all that garbage no, in on your wholesale, wholesale listing. Yeah. yeah like totally. Clean and to the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. yeah, I made extra work for myself and their duplicate listings for everything, which gets even more complicated when you're looking at your products in either you, the product double of two everything, of everything yeah. and the way that I know which is which is that wholesale isn't available on most. So it'll say unavailable on like seven channels. Yeah. Whereas my retail one will say available on all channels. So now I know which is which yeah. based on that. I think it's like... I think it's good now, like, in general, I feel like doing wholesale is less, like, there's, there are less, like, this is the way you do it. Like, I feel like maybe 10 years ago, it was, like, you had to have a line sheet, you had to have a printed line sheet, you had to have, like, a specific kind of order form that had specific information on it, everybody faxed shit. Like, oh my god! I placed all oh my, my orders via oh, fax. Jesus! Oh my god. Back in the day, so like all of them. I think there were and like there was a certain point where like I did have a fax machine probably for the first four or five years I was doing wholesale because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god! I like this and there wasn't like online fax things like there mm-hmm. like now you can mm-hmm. just be like yeah fax it to this URL thing and it just uploads it and I print it, but like before it was like well I guess I have to get a fax machine, um, and like I would say. I mean, there was a point, the point at which I had the most wholesale stores, I think I had like 50, between 50 and 60 stores and like, wow, more than half of them were just like that. That was how we communicated. Yeah. Wow. Like fax machine. Oh like my god. There goodness. would be like a cover letter. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And, oh and you wrote, and you, like, you'd wrote, you'd scribble it, yeah. out a nonsense thing. Yeah. Like, here's the order. Yeah. And then like, there'd be like three. And then almost always there would be like some fucked up bottom to it where like it didn't scan all the way through. And like oh my part god. of their credit card number like wasn't written right. And you'd have to call them and. That's funny. We were on the opposite side of it because I was sending orders in and you were getting them. I was getting them and I was like, what is this? Like every single order. And then all all the stores then even had like very different ways of faxing things. Like some of them would like, they wouldn't use my order form, which always drove me nuts. And they would like type it out in the way they all, they type all their orders because that's their system. And then I'd have to like go through and that's why I started having my cards all have actual code product code numbers on them i still don't because do people would be like yeah i want 16 of this thank you card and i'm like <laughs> i have seven thank you cards yeah which one are you talking yeah. about and they'd be like you know the one with where it's like the script the and like it says clever thank you, one. and then there's like an orange envelope i'm like there are three of them like that <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like oh my god how do i fit and then i had to like poke around and see how bigger card companies were doing it and i was like oh they have fucking little identifying codes on the back of their cards like duh yeah clearly that's what it is and but now i feel like there's so it's so wide open it's like you can kind of figure like yes there are certain things that like information store owners need to have clear policies like definitely have clearly written out things about like returning stuff yeah like shipping times and like if stuff shows up damaged yeah think of like 
the most bizarre thing you could think a store owner will ask you or demand of you, it will happen. Like, because there, there's so many of them that are batshit crazy. Yeah. And, like, so, I mean, on the Pancake, Pancake Town group Facebook mm-hmm. page and the show of hands ones, like, there's some killer stories of people being like, this lady just called me and asked me to do this. And I was like, no, sorry. That's not going to happen. I have not had anything weird really weird happen like occasionally something will break and i'll be like i'll send you a new one yeah yeah you know yeah um but like i i can afford to do that yeah and i think if if you get ahead of it like if you basically are like okay what are the possible scenarios that could happen like what if somebody buys like this literally just happened to Felicia from Wild Botanicals where she's like I just sent a big wholesale order to people and they like didn't sell a good chunk of it because like they didn't like probably because they didn't understand their customer and they essentially were like trying out a new line of product Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then we're like hey we want to return this and she's like, no, you don't, that's a wholesale order. Yeah. You, know, you can't return your wholesale order because you didn't sell it. That's yeah. your job. Like, you're the store owner. You shouldn't have bought it if you didn't think. It wasn't or, consignment. guess what? Time for a sale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's certain things. But guess what? If you didn't write that down, if you then didn't have a policy that could says be on the no returns yeah. or here's our return policy. Mm-hmm. Like, I always have, I just have a thing that's basically like, um, People can return stuff within a certain amount of time, and there's a restocking fee. Okay. So it's basically like, sure, I'll take your product back, but you have to pay for it to be shipped back to me. It has to be within two weeks of you receiving it, and you're going to pay 15% on yeah. top of your, you're gonna be what you've already paid. Now, how does it work with like the initial payment? Is there a standard, like, they pay for half of it up front, or they pay for all of it up I front? I do It full. can be whatever I mean, you people want. do different really? things. Okay. I full do. It is. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do full, but I also don't have thousand dollar orders. My website, you have to pay in full up front. Okay, I'm really glad to hear that because I do not feel good about like invoicing people for the other half of what they owe me after they already yeah, have my stuff. I yeah. don't have net thirty on my website, even though I could. Like there is, yeah, a, is a way to do. I heard that. I don't know what it means. So they if you pay thirty days after, so people after they receive order. it. Yeah. yeah. So people no. have done net fifteen. They'll do net thirty. Some people do net sixty. Oh, uh, dude, where's offering net ninety for the holidays? Holy shit! Yes. But so here's the thing. But so, that's like for a totally different type of business. But sure, but it's also yeah. it also can be very much for. I've done net thirty for stores that order from me on the regular like okay. and i'm talking about they have a to store they have to that like has and carried your stuff I also for a long don't time. offer net 30 i basically like i think the wording on my wholesale thing is um net 30 is offered to customers in good standing for over a year I so it's basically like that, once you hit yeah. a year and i've decided that you're in and i don't even say mm. what good standing means sure i just am yeah. like i'll decide if that's good yeah. standing for sure um but the only i think there were like two different store broadway paper i offered net 32 because they were literally ordering upwards of 200 dollars an order per month okay for like two years so that's like we're good and so like six months in they asked to have net 30 and i'm like yeah, you yeah. Can have, like you're mm-hmm. on the regular. Okay, you fill out my order forms correctly. You order things in a succinct fashion. There's never any questions. You're very prompt. You pay me all the time. Like every yeah. time I ask for payment, you just yeah. pay me. Like they were very good customers. So I was like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. 
And then they were also really good. I knew that they would be good about billing. I knew that they would be good. If I sent them an invoice and it's net 30, I knew that they would be on top of it. And I'd probably already have a new order in. Right. For the next month. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, like, I wouldn't even really mention it if you don't. Like it could be a thing yeah, that you then I would rather offer people like, this out is of the, the price blue of if everybody asks for it and you feel comfortable. But like I wouldn't be like publicizing like that. That's even okay. an option. Yeah. Um. I think most people, especially smaller st- independent stores, like don't expect you to give them that thirty. Okay. Maybe some do. Um. I think most of them are like I'm. Pretty sure I'm gonna have to pay for all of this. They right still, now. even if they don't expect you to do it, they fucking love it. Oh yeah, um, for sure. I mean, it's definitely like a nice. If you thing. could offer it later on, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, for regular customers, um, throughout the year on Fair, which is Indigo Fair, but it's Fair now. So I'm trying to okay. adjust what I say, even though it it's re- hard I mean, it's, for me to. I change. still think they must have changed it because somebody sued them. I don't like. What else would know, be the reason? Um. I don't know. I don't care. There has to be like I think some other business called that. There is a business called Fair. Fair Indigo. Oh, see, but that could be. Oh, a really yeah. I was seeing ads for that. Yeah. Um, and it's I like fair trade or something. Right. So, so maybe bet, people I were bet, getting it confused. Yeah. I bet somebody was like, "You can't call it this or, anymore." Or they were just getting the two businesses they were confused yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyhow, um, I've recently like back to back, so it hurt heart really hard. I lost two stores that. I'd had for a very long time from ordering directly through me. They ordered through Fair without any email to me or anything. Oh, all of a sudden ordered through Fair, and I know it's because they wanted the net sixty. Oh, for sure, mm. yeah. One of the orders was huge. Well, they also so of course, the it incentive also with Fair also me. as a store owner is that you you now are ordering potentially from a lot of vendors via the same system. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, from a store. Yeah. point of view I could see that being very appealing to right. be like oh instead of really doing all simplify. this ramshackle policies yeah. all over the place I'm now ordering from like 20 vendors in all one through place. this one site totally. and like I just have to accept it because I'm not yeah. I'm not comfortable offering terms on my site because yeah. I don't like the pressure of hunting people down for money uh, yeah um, I kind of had to do that on Etsy wholesale a yeah. few times because I wouldn't invoice them until their order shipped um, I felt like they put faith in me, so I put some faith in them. You know, like, you know, they they were assuming I was actually going to finish the order and ship it. Right. So I wouldn't invoice them until, until it, it was, was ready. Yeah. Um, and occasionally I would actually send the order out before it was paid. Yeah. Which was my fault. Yeah. But then they wouldn't pay. Yeah. And then like the stress of weeks going by. Right. And, and Etsy didn't have a really great make, system yeah. for following up with invoices. You were just left to send convos. Like you couldn't resend an invoice. So you were just like poking a at couple them to t- be yeah, like, yeah, a couple Hi, times I actually pay your told Etsy, I'm like, hey, you don't have a system. Yeah, you don't have a way for me and to remind them what's not paying. Now you have to help me. Oh, maybe that's why Etsy wholesale went away. Maybe. Um, I mean, there's I lots of know. reasons, but but like, <sighs> I have to go to the bathroom again, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, not, I don't, I'm just so drinking really so much coffee. Not me. I feel <laughs> like that's the best way to. 
like wrap up. <laughs> yeah, episode. do we have to? <laughs> okay. Because um, we do that all the time, like almost all the time. It's because Michelle has to go to the bathroom. Well, That's why I'm like, so not a morning person that like oh. in order to not sound like a complete idiot, I've had so much <laughs> coffee. <laughs> so I'm normally like, like my vocabulary doesn't work until 2 p.m. I think you're doing so fine. Thank you. <laughs> I'm real. You should see me at seven at night. <laughs> um, so real quick though, <laughs> I know you said you have to pee and I'm like, real quick. Um, <laughs> You um, asked um, what to prioritize spending your money on, printed mailings, physical samples, better photography, et cetera. Yeah. And just from this list, I'd say better photography. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, because especially because better photography is kind of a tenfold thing. Like It also it, means it applies you don't to have to send the yeah. samples, right. too. Like, it apply, it, it helps okay. if the photos retail, are good it helps enough. social media, yeah. it helps marketing opportunities, okay. it helps your wholesale, like... And it also, like, doesn't have to be, like, a massive thing. Don't think of it in terms of, like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to spend thousands of dollars. Right. And do some far, you know, like, like Emily. I mean, we're kind of pushing Emily Ryan as a, like, she's fucking amazing. But, like, I mean, I literally, I won't say, like, how much I paid for her because mm-hmm. it's up to her to charge people. Right. But, like, I literally sent her a box of product. Like, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wasn't even there. Michelle Is she in Chicago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michelle shows up and, like, does a lookbook and has models, but that's because she need you know, it's jewelry. People right. need to be wearing the jewelry. I would still right. love to not be there. <laughs> right. But, like, I literally just sent her a giant box of stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, these cards go with these envelopes, and here's this product, and I sent her... We did a Pinterest board where I basically was like, I really like the look of these types of photographs. And then she obviously looks at my website and knows my brand and that kind of thing. And then it was like, she just uploaded like a shit ton of photos to Flickr and was like, how do these look? And I'm like, I'm going to cry now. Like I'm literally crying because it's done. That would be amazing. They look great. Yeah. And now I use them for all sorts of things. I can use them for print material. I can use them on my website. They're the header on my Facebook page. I use them as Instagram feeds material. Um, And I think part of me is like, a little scared to give up that control because it's actually so fucking I'm like I have this nightmare of like you know scraping together whatever I can hiring a professional photographer and getting it back and like shit they totally didn't get the vibe right you know and then also because I have a lot of accessories yeah I'm like, I need a model that is such a bigger step. Yeah. Like, the model mm. has to have the, lo- the right look. It can't be, like, some teenager. It has to communicate certain things. Yeah. You know, or I've pretty much been friends with things. every single person well, who's so modeled Well, so Michelle does yeah. a really smart thing where she... <laughs> so, I was a model for her fall lookbook. Okay. Um, but she paid, Adorable. she paid me with a gift card mm-hmm. to Michelle Starbuck Designs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah. I will, mm-hmm. like, I would have done it for not Find the gift someone card. who wants your stuff and who yes. is photogenic. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you don't, like, you won't need like that's a professional model. You, could pro- you might be able to get a professional model. I don't know. But like, don't think that that's necessarily another thing that you would have to pay a bunch of money for. Yeah. It could literally be like, I'm trading you for this bag. Okay. Like, or I'm making you a custom bag or something, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of getting it at cost. Or now I'm thinking, <laughs> like, can you team up with a fashion designer who wants yeah, to totally. do a shoot? Where, like, they bundle their clothes it. Yeah, and also definitely. your bracelets. Yeah. And someone's got a bag with key fob. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you can kind of combo those are the it up. Same sort of shots. Like, the reason I haven't done that is because my shots hardly involve the clothes that are on. So, like, that's the right. photographer getting very different, like, 
yeah. shots for jewelry and yeah. the outfit. Yeah. But like, but like the, a crossbody bag. Yeah. Or that's clutch. The, mm, those are yeah. the same sort of shot. Yeah. Well, if so anybody, I feel like that would work. Yeah. Pancake Town listener wants to hit me um, up. And then I guess before you take your bathroom break, <laughs> um, I, I was thinking a fun thing to do, like when we have people on, would be to. I should have asked you ahead of time. Like we use this as accountability, right? So like we're we're saying things mm-hmm. that are being put out there on the internet. Is there anything you want to put out there into the world? Like, I'm so now you are internet accountable universe. for. And then now people are like, I heard you say you were going to do yeah. this because it works on me yeah, all it the totally time. Works on us. Last week I said that I was going to increase the number of times I went to the gym, and I've already gone three days this week. Booyah! Hey, it's only Thursday. That's right. So. Okay. Anything? Yes. I want to say I'll do this by the end of the year, but I think that might be setting myself up for failure. So maybe by the end of Mm -hmm. January. That's legit. Okay. Because I actually need to make make retail product and then work shows between now and the end of the year. Yes. It is the busiest time. It is basically 2019 right now. So maybe by the end of January, I will have some basic wholesale setup. Yeah. Done and either on my website or on a different site. Okay. Perfect. That I can, that I'm like proud of, I feel good about, and I can send out to stores. And, I think and then you let us know and, yeah, we'll, and we'll talk about it. it out. <laughs> I think like definitely if you, I, if you even just kind of slowly start to reach out to like a few stores, like knowing that like some are going to be like, no, thank you. Some are going to not talk to you at all. And then, if you, you know, if you picked, I don't know, five stores in Chicago mm-hmm. that you know you could, like, go see them in person or maybe you already know them in person or whatever it is and, like, kind of get in with them and get some initial orders going, mm-hmm. those initial, or, like, breaking through yeah. and just having a couple. And, like, you'll find that there's going to be some store owners that are so nice and like easy to work with and supportive and excited that they're going to be the ones that you make you feel like, Oh, I can totally do this. I can do this. And then like once you do one or two of those, now you're going to be like, Oh, I'm right. Like it'll, it'll kind of exponentially go from there. Where like, cause right now when you're like, I'm at no stores, you start to think like, is, and does anybody Sorry. give a shit about what I'm doing? Is this going to even work? Like, I right. put a bunch of effort and money into this and nothing's going to happen. Right. Like, you're making up all these hypothetical things in your brain. Yeah. But, like, literally, you're going to get that first wholesale order from, like, a good store. And then you're going to be like, okay, I don't have anything to worry about. It's fine. Like, yeah. now I'll just move forward. Yeah. Um, and that could, this could be a good time to do that because there are going to be stores that like want new stuff for the holidays. They mm, want to bring mm-hmm. in some things that, you know, like make sure that their customers know that like we don't just have the same old shit. Like we have this new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a good could be a good time Being to get new is good. Yeah, yeah, it could be a good time to get one or two, like new just local stores for the holidays, and maybe you even like entice them with some kind of deal like you'll hand deliver everything Mm -hmm. or you'll get them stuff you know like in two weeks even though normally it's three weeks or whatever you say you know like give them some kind of like incentive for like opening you know you're a new store for them and like you're excited and Mm -hmm. whatever um because i think that could make it'll make you feel like more momentum into the new year to be like yeah let's definitely get like 
a wholesale list up on my site or get a new setup or Mm -hmm. spend money on photography or like don't let those things that you think you need to do first like don't wait like just go like yeah start there's something to be, to be like, said for going for it before you feel stuff, ready <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and do there's that certain stuff with that, everything like, yeah you yeah. can still say like this, even if you figure out your prices later and you change them like there's no reason why that first store you know you don't honor those old prices for them for mm, a while for a little bit give them a yeah. discount or yeah. whatever like don't feel like oh well i did i want to hold off because you know you might you might be surprised at like a cool opportunity. You that can also get. give them mm-hmm. a heads up like before prices right. change. Like I'm going to have to Absolutely. do that in December. I'm going to email everyone and be like, some prices are going up. Right. Place your orders by the end of the year. Yeah. Cause to get January 1st are going yeah. up mm-hmm. and stores expect um, that. They're not. Oh God. I keep that. thinking of things in UFTP. <laughs> I was going to say that like, obviously you want to grow your retail online orders because isn't that what we all want is right. just right. be sending just woo. sit at home yeah. and make all the money right. i think you'll make find the, whole price, the <laughs> yeah. double price that will happen as you get wholesale yeah, stores around sure. the country mm, like you're gonna to notice i'm shipping to this city yeah. that yeah. i have a really good wholesale store in yeah because so people will go feed each they'll other. find it at that store and then either buy something from the store yeah. or not and then like remember your name or write it down or look up your Instagram or whatever yeah. and then end up buying something online directly from you. That would be a dream. So yeah, that's so like it's, another. It's just good to think about as you're spending yeah. the time on wholesale that it, it is working. They feed it yeah. to each it's other. It's doing more things. than yeah. just yeah. wholesale. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So like if, even if you're like, I'm just going to do wholesale for a few years. Oh my God, I have more ideas now too. Oh my God, what? <laughs> okay, really quickly. We're the worst. We, can we are the worst. We're the worst. Just keep and then what is it? Can you? Can <laughs> it be yes, the last thing? It can thing? be really quick. I'm done. I swear. <laughs> Put a pin in it. Um, to your point yeah. about how wholesale is, mm-hmm. can be beyond mm-hmm. wholesale, is that I was thinking about some of the stuff that you had on your about page and like the things you said at the beginning of the episode about like where the leather comes from and like why you choose certain things and how you sew things together and how you mm-hmm. know what you what your intention is for this stuff. I feel like it would be super important for you to have, and you may already have this, like tags on your pieces that say some of that. Oh, at least some yeah. of that. I do not at all. Because yeah. then when they go out into the world, you, you don't know that no one's made, they might never go to your website ever. Yeah. And so, but if they're in a store and there's a tag hanging off that $300 That's bag, so smart. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. flip it around and, and it's understand. got like a little bitty blurb about like, this is my intention. This is where this leather comes from. Yeah. You're, this bag is going to wear with time and become even better as you use it. Blah, 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 blah. Like pick some key points out of it. Yeah. And put that on some tags because oh, then so not only do you have to not worry about the store owner knowing any of that. Communicating the message. They don't yeah. have to be responsible for right. that. They actually might, some stores are going to be excited that that's on there because they're going to be like oh now i know this and mm-hmm. i can sell this stuff even better because yeah. i know this information but it also is like selling itself because then instead of totally. it just being the name of your company it's actually like some information about why this isn't just the background bad. how it's made why it's made right yeah and then uh, like in yeah. the wallet have a little that same little tag inside the wallet have like a little shorter version of it on the key fobs or something like that my current um hang tag is my business card yeah like <laughs> it's some, just my business card I mean, that i write the price on literally okay. something that is business card size yeah yeah and like 
especially if you that. just, yeah. I mean, because then just quick print something that's business card sized. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you can get pricing that's normal. I love get it. Get a little fucking hole punch. Tie it with a leather lacing. Like, how fucking cute is that? Like, that's yeah. already branded. I love it. And then just like a real succinct. Like I would just literally take what's on your about page and try to pare it down to like pick five out some sentences. key things. Ah, right? thank you. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. I feel like that's like that's really good. It it's like the way for you to be standing there in that when store when you're there. across the yeah. country. Yeah. Ah, thank you. That's awesome. Was that worth it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <It was> worth <laughs> it. Do you have to run? <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's gonna so run. You can go just to, to the like, bathroom, not in general. Our, like we have wrap to do our up business. Stuff. We have to do um okay. like Patreon promotion and shit it's not gonna take you long okay all right all right i'm gonna i'm gonna take my leave thank you so much you guys thank you for being on our show sarah i'll probably i might be back before you're done okay (laughs) oh nice that'll be fun (laughs) i've left in the middle of the podcast at least twice you've left before and come back i didn't want to torture her um right it's more like you're like half to pee she emails us tomorrow and says thanks i have a urinary tract infection i'm now really sick thank you for your help <laughs> that'll be 60 dollars for my doctor's visit that's right um our patreon uh, will cover that <laughs> uh, so i think we have um one new patreon subscriber amber oh, amber yeah. fucking favorite amber fucking favorite shout out to amber love her um i think it was just one for, since the last episode yeah yeah i think so too um so Right. So Patreon exists. You can it, give us money for there's things. There's actually now some sweet bonus content up on there. I'm actually going to post a third yeah. bonus content episode probably tomorrow, okay. Friday. Well, so it'll already be up when you guys are listening to this. Okay. And then we're recording then we're some more. we're going to record some more today. Um, we like our little angry rants. We hope you like them too. <laughs> and if you're not supporting the Patreon... Um, Anything as little as a dollar is great. That helps yeah, us. We'll take a dollar. Pay for postcards and promotional things and like coming and doing interview recordings like this one. Coffee. And buying our coffee yeah. and like paying for new um, recording equipment, which we're talking about. I've been talking to Josh about getting a recording setup that we can actually plug into a phone. Ooh. So that we can have remote <gasps> interviews. Oh my God. Um, so that's a that potential would be a game changer thing that we can do. And then that means we can kind of interview people like anytime, anywhere, and you don't have to like actually be here. That's really to exciting. Be interviewed. Um, so stuff like that. And then maybe having like another meetup or some sort of panel event mm-hmm. like where we have cool people come and like talk to to a big group that would be fun yeah and actually like i had so much fun doing this episode please yeah if you guys are look even if it's like literally the same as sarah even if it's literally like i also want to try to get into wholesale maybe it's like you're trying to develop a new product line and you want to brainstorm ideas maybe you're trying to redevelop your packaging maybe you are currently making one kind of product and you want to make a totally different kind of product and you're freaked out by it. Maybe you want to quit your full-time job and you don't know how to do that. Mm, Um, I love stuff like that discussion or like you're terrified by legal shit or you're terrified by tax shit or you're Mm -hmm. terrified about doing shows or you're like super introverted and you don't know how to talk to customers, like whatever it is. Yeah. Um, And look, Sarah's back. (laughs) <laughs> and we're still talking. And we're still talking. Still at it? Um, yeah, totally so, still at it. Yeah, like, can people share our Patreon? I like, think so. 
So if if you can do that, figure out how to do that. That'd be cool. Also, if you want to go directly like, to it, it's just pancaketownpodcast.patreon.com. Is that right? Or is it the other way around? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it might be patreon.com slash We should Pancake figure Town that podcast. out. Let me look it up while you're talking. Um, talking. Uh, so I was also going to say that I think if you go onto iTunes and rate and review, that will yeah. help us get more people. It's very true. Um, get more people donating to the Patreon. We're really um, hoping that we get someone we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine that we have a bunch of people we it, do know. It's, it is. It's exciting. I like. Yeah, I, we just I'm kind of a little more. Totally blown away that it's so already, many people. Yeah, um, we love you guys. Started so subscribing right away, but we are for sure looking forward to, um, you know, yeah, that that first. That first email we, we get, don't we're like, the name. Who's and because I can already picture it, I'm gonna be like, other, "Do you know this person? Do you know who this is?" And I'm like, "I don't know who that is yeah. either." I'm looking forward to that moment. And don't just subscribe and then do an anonymous name. That's not fair. No, do, yeah, don't do yeah. like, don't do a name don't. to like trick us. That's not right. Um, it is Patreon.com/slash okay. Pancake Town Podcast. All right, so forget the first thing. That's what. It's, that's what you gotta this. go to. Um, but yeah. Um, the rating and reviewing thing helps a lot. Yes. Um, okay, I have a yeah. stupid question. Yeah, yeah. Yes, do it. How do I rate and review? Are you in iTunes? Or I am in my podcast, podcast app. app. Okay. My Apple podcast app. I think you have to go. Where I think you have to be it? In, I think you have to be in iTunes. Is that different? No, hold on. Michelle okay. knows. Do you like that we're doing this while we're recording? Where's the main? Because I've heard page. so many podcasts say like, "Please rate and review," and then I'm and you're like, like looking at I my app, that? and I'm like, "How?" No, I think <laughs> you have to. There, that's not what it looks like on mine. Is this going to be the worst part of this uh, episode? Sorry, I just ruined everything. No, I feel no, like we that's should not know. what it looks like on mine. But you um, know, like when you because my phone is 300 years old. No, I was un- looks newer than mine. I was under the impression that the podcast app is different than being on iTunes. Oh. Is that not true? Like, if you go to... Oh, no. Now I don't know either. Hmm. I never We're going to have to find this out. Yeah. Like, I've well, tried so to rate and review podcasts that I love, on iTunes, and I can't figure out on, how to do it. If you go it. on iTunes on your computer... Then it's clearly like yeah, it's there on yeah, the yeah. like if you go to the homepage of Big Town, there's a thing on there that's like see the ratings, add your own rating, add your own. Yeah, review. but on your phone is a different story. I'm not sure if how how it you would go about it. It different than it used to. I swear, I could see our ratings and reviews from the app, and now it's not now there. Well, we're going to look that up and figure it out. Rather yeah. Than you know what? Thank it. you for bringing that up. Yeah, though. for sure. <laughs> we're just <laughs> like, rate and review. <laughs> and everyone's like, we've tried. Yeah, because when trying. I just tried to access it, I just looked up. No, Pancake you're right. I yeah, yeah. clicked on it and it just took me over to the podcast. Oh, app, the so page. maybe you can't do it on your phone. We'll have to look that Which up. Which really seems counterintuitive. It does seem very pointless. Like, that's the only place people do anything now. All right. Yeah, we'll look it up and figure it out. And maybe we'll post, we'll put up an updated post on the Patreon page because now we kind of have that as a little bit yeah, of a blog. Yeah, and we we are in the bloggy thing. working on a website, like yeah. officially working on it. Um, 
I figured out how to do the embed code from Podbean into okay. a new Did website. Did you see there's also um, a Patreon widget that <gasps> works oh, with we're Wix? we're going to blow this shit up. Yeah, I'm like, thank God we <laughs> settled on that yeah. because... Yeah, that's There good. are like two websites that Patreon has widgets for, and Weebly and Wix. Done. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so we'll, yeah, we're going to try good. to get that up maybe beginning of next year after the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. So, okay. Um, okay. I so think we're good. Thanks, thanks again thank you to Sarah Green, SKG Thank you so Leather. much. Um, if you guys want to check out her work, make sure you go to skgleather.com and you. see her goods. And again, she's probably going to raise her prices based on our suggestions yeah so now. now you should for real go and buy something now <laughs> that could be our thing um, we have people on and they get a bunch of sales no. and then raise their prices <laughs> i think that's totally legit um email us sarah will also that. be at the upcoming show of hands yes i sure in will just a few weeks so if you want to see her in person and touch all her stuff in person Smell um, it, but don't get your don't go dirty eat a grilled, grilled, cheese. grilled cheese. Yeah, <laughs> don't, eat a, don't, don't eat a grilled, cheese. grilled cheese hands on it. You, like, definitely eat one of those grilled cheeses, but don't immediately go to the like, bathroom and wash your hands. You <laughs> filthy grilled cheese eater. <laughs> filthy grilled cheese eater. <laughs> those grilled cheeses are so good. I'm so ready. To I'm eat just one jealous because I can neither eat the bread nor the cheese. It's true. They are they are bringing some like vegan gluten free options I believe. I believe they are yeah really yeah i talked to her, rebecca about it well shit shout out to puffs of doom they're amazing i would eat a vegan grill uh gluten-free grilled cheese sandwich all right well i'll see sure. what i'll see what the options are we'll see what's we'll but see what's available don't make a special effort no they probably me. will i mean you're not the only one you're not it's not just you all right um okay cool so yeah. this was super fun we're excited about potential new brainstormy people coming um, and yeah, we'll probably have an update. Like we'll do another episode with Sarah in the future, and we can oh kind of have a like, where 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 have you <laughs> where are you now? Where where are you now? And then like, we can record that one at 8 p.m. and I'll sound like I really have my shit together. We could we could do a drink. We'll do a drink. <laughs> yeah, we'll be like, wow, she's come so far. We'll do, she, sound, she sounds so rested, <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't have to pee. <laughs> okay, thanks cool. again. Thank you everybody for listening, and um, we will talk to you soon in those bonus tiny rants if you're a patreon subscriber hey bye. bye thanks bye